This is Three Valleys Radio coverage. Oh, what a shot that is! Of Yeovil Town Football Club, direct from Hewish Park. The heart is a blue. It's time for another Glover's Update. In this town, you're out of luck. And the reason that you had to care. All the latest news direct from Hewish Park. And you're not moving anywhere. You thought you found Including all the post-match interviews and the manager's press conference. So join us every week on Glover's Update to keep right up to date with what's happening at Hewish Park. Well, good evening and welcome to another Glover's Update. On the show tonight, we've got the manager's press conference direct from Hewish Park and also joining us is Josh Staunton as we look ahead to the weekend's game against Hampton and Richmond. Right, Mark, um, first chance we've had to chat since the the FA Cup. Seven goals. Mm-hmm. Did you feel that was a long time coming? Um, we've been scoring quite, quite a number of goals in the league games. We've scored a few threes and twos. And we've always looked like we're going to score. I don't, I don't never think like we're in trouble of not scoring goals. Um, so yeah, it was nice to score seven. No matter what game you're playing in, to score seven goals takes some doing. And no matter the opposition, but um, we do have to take in count the opposition. And uh, we got to go again Saturday. Can I ask you quickly about the FA Cup? What does it mean to you as a club? Because you've got Didcot now in the next round, and obviously the further we get into this, the, the greater the, the financial side of it. Mm. Is that the main thing for you guys, the financial side of it, or do you do you love it as, as much as actually going out and playing on the pitch in the FA Cup? Well, I think the nostalgia of the FA Cup and is great. The the, the FA Cup and, and Yeovil are synonymous with their, with their giant killing history. Um, but the finance has to be the, the driver because we can earn really good money for it and no matter what club you are if you can earn lots of money from, from doing something you've got to try your best to try and earn as much as you can uh, you know and I, I said to the players before the game careers can be made on FA Cup you know you can go and play well against a, a big team and somebody's watching I've seen it before teams have had players have got moves from it and um, it's a distraction from the league and um it gives you a real opportunity to, to make memories and make money. And you're home again in the next round as well mm. against Didcot. Yeah, good draw for us. I'm sure Didcot are looking forward to it as well. We'll do the same amount of you know diligence as we would on, on any other team. And uh, they'll come, they'll fancy their chances and we have to be spot on again. Trip to London, mm-hmm. London Borough, for, for this weekend. What do you know about the opposition? Same as lots of other teams, it's a difficult game probably boring not to say that but they all are difficult games uh, in our league and we have to be right we have to be tactically right we have to keep working on our 
partnerships in the team make sure we're we're a little bit more solid in our play. It, certainly, you know, as a group defensively, and we keep up the the goal scoring record. How difficult is it to judge at this time of the season? Because this will be your tenth match. Mm. Hampton, I think a lot of teams assume might be a bit higher up, along with several other teams. Is it really hard to judge a team based on where they are now in the league? I think so. I think um, you know it's it's such a I think it's such an open an open league at the minute, and you see some freak results. And I think it's really Christmas when it starts to settle down, and the nights draw in, and the yellow balls come out, and it's gets a bit miserable. I think you see a real sort of honesty then about where you might end up finishing but um, listen we're, we know it's going to be a tough game on Saturday they've got some good players and but again if we do our bit and play to our capabilities we can get a result Do you feel like you've settled now as a squad nine games in or do you feel like there is still work to do I know we just chatted to Josh and he said defensively he still feels there's improvements to be made do you feel like you have settled well as a squad? I think we've settled but there's still improvements like you know echoing Josh's comments that we're still a little bit open no, not just defensive as a, as a unit, as a team and um, that's something that we're trying to it's relationships so uh, a right centre back and a right full back or left centre back, left full back centre half and a midfield player in front of it and the midfield player those relationships are key and if one moves in the, in the team the, the other has to move otherwise you leave a gap so we have to work on those relationships, keep working on them. A lot of new players, but there are signs that we are settling. Do you feel like as a club you have taken a couple of games, obviously the start of the season was a bit trickier, but you have now gelled as a unit. It feels like the play is a lot more free-flowing. Mm, I still think there's loads. I still think we've got 30-40% left to, to develop. and uh, We're not as fluent as I, was like, I would like, but any manager will tell you you're never really at where you think you should be and um, but the key is to keep picking up results and, and to stay in the hunt and um, that's our aim Is this league trickier than you thought it was going to be or did you always assume it was going to be difficult because it's actually quite hard to, to research the teams you're playing against in some cases Yeah uh, I said before when I knew we were getting relegated I watched three, four games in the National League South last season towards the end just to make myself aware of the landscape and I think you find every team's got two or three really tricky players. Certainly when you go closer to London, they have some really tricky wide forwards and be really difficult to 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 deal with and that and that's the bit that we have to deal with. Those variables and those transitional moments we have to be really good at. Do you have any headaches coming up to Saturday in terms of injuries or is it more about the form guide and who you're gonna stick up front? Really, we like I say, we're still trying to build those relationships. We've got, you know, we're lucky that we've got um, some goal scorers in the squad, and it's just trying to get a balance right. You can't play them all. We've seen that that we have to manage. We've got two or three that we have to manage physically, and uh, and you know, finding that sort of solution and and fixing the puzzle is the is the biggest thing. But We've got Jamie Sendles White still not right. The rest will all be available. Reese getting a hat trick mm-hmm. at the weekend. I mean, I mean, there's no such thing as a guarantee in football, but does that put him in better stead or a better chance of starting this weekend? Reese is. Reese and Jake Hyde didn't play a lot of football last year, and the one thing when they came is I promised that I would try and manage them physically, and not put them at risk of getting, 
injuries that will put them out for two, three months at a time. So that's been the situation with them and, and why we're putting them in and out. And people say, well, they need to play every game to get into a rhythm. They probably can't. So we have to be clever with that and re-scoring a hat-trick, of course, there'll be a clamour to put him in the team but like I say it's always about balance trying to fight if you put eight forwards in the team you're going to get beat because somebody has to stop the ball going in the other net so we have to make sure the balance is right and looking ahead to the weekend obviously you're three points off top realistically you probably won't go top this weekend but does that change things in terms of mindset for the players when you're having those conversations you know three points could actually lift you right up to the top of the table I think we're quite calm as a group I think they know where we need to be, we know what we need to do. They know that a win puts them in a good position. It's just about, like I say, there's 37 games left. We have to keep picking points up. And if we can stay around the two points a game mark, then we won't go far wrong. When you say it like that, it sounds like there's a long way to go. There is a long way to go. There's a lot of dark winter nights. There's a lot of mud, rain, snow. So now is about picking points up and then getting ready for the charge towards the end. Are you enjoying it more this season? Because obviously there were so many factors at play last season which just made the club more difficult to manage, both from like a player's perspective, a management upstairs perspective. Are you enjoying the role more this season? I think so. I think um, I'm being able to manage more than I, I was last year. Uh, but we've got a great group of, of, of lads, a great group of players that get on remarkably well and want to do well for the football club. And Listen, they're going to make mistakes. We're in the Conference South. We're all going to make mistakes. That's why we're here. And in the main, the fans have backed us. And um, if they keep doing that and getting behind the boys, then I'm sure we can we can keep going. Perfect. Eddie? Right. Oh, um, I think it's fair to say this is your team. No ifs, no buts. This is your team. You've, you've picked all the players and... So, first of all, do you envisage any more joining the, the, the club in, in the weeks and months to come? Or do you think you're more or less there now? I think we need to be in a situation where we're always trying to look to evolve and like, better the squad. You know, if you look at our recent acquisitions, if you're going to bring players in, they have to be better or close to being better than what you've got. And I think we've done that to a certain degree. Um, and that's not being disrespectful to the players that are already here. We're not going to bring any players in just for the sake of it. You know, we probably need to lose or one or two need to go out and play some games. Um, but I'm sure during the winter months that there'll be maybe one in, one out, that kind of scenario. But I'm content as to as to where we are. Now, you, you, you told us the story of getting Michael Smith in. I mean, that was a real coup, wasn't it? I mean, I know the circumstances kind of dropped into place just right for you, but... Must have been a, a, a great satisfaction in getting a player like that. Of course, like I say, he trained with us for a couple of weeks, so we we knew he could. He was still fit, fit enough. He wa he wanted to come. It was a life a lifestyle decision for him rather than a, a career one uh, and financial one. But you've still got to have the the owner to to back you to give you the money to do it when you know we've I've you know constantly asked for stuff and mm. the owner keeps saying yeah, but. Brilliant that he's done that, but we know that sometimes it gets to a point where you got to say, "No, yeah, enough's enough." But luckily for us, he said yes with yeah. with Michael, so we're all chuffed to bits with that. So we need to call in the man from Del Monte. I there you go, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, Didcot now in the next round of the FA Cup. Um, I think I'm right in saying they're one di division higher than Stoneham were, or one division lower than us. 
That's one way of looking at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you, you know? What do you know about them? Are they likely to present uh, a load of problems to us? I don't know a lot about them yet. I know a couple of their players, um, but by the weekend I'll know, know an awful lot more. So we'll have them watched at the weekend, and um, we'll, like I say, we'll do as much diligence as we as we do on a, a league game. Back to normality, I suppose. Saturday with with Hampton and Richmond. Um, do you know much about them? Yeah, Hampton? I do. I do. Yeah. Know a lot of their players, or know a lot about their players. Um, some that have played for me before. Um, their the management team. They it's a good setup. You know, they've got big plans. They want to take it forward. I'm sure, I think they want to take it football league and above. Like So it's going to be a tough game. You know, there's, like I always say, very rarely any easy game. No, quite. There, I'm not sure whether he was chairman or president, but many years ago, we, Yeovil used to have a, an annual dinner and uh, their president was a guy called Alan Simpson. Right. Um, Hancock. Steptoe. Yeah. He wrote all of them. Really? And he, he was there, I'm sure he was president probably. Really good bloke. Yeah, let's hope it's not a comedy show on Saturday then, eh? <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. Let's hope you bring Matt three there, there we go. Well done. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Well, that was Mark Cooper at the uh, press conference at Hewish Park, and uh, we were later joined by Mr. Josh Staunton. Josh, FA Cup last weekend, we haven't actually had a chance to speak about that yet. How, how does it feel qualifying for the next round? Uh, it's, it's good. It was, um, it was a there was a bit of a banana skin on there when you go against someone much lower than you but we got the job done we won convincingly which is all we needed to in the game there's some good performance out there so it was it was a really good day for for everyone it was nice to see the uh, for the fans to see seven goals at Hirish probably for the first time in a while so it was, was an enjoyable day it felt like that goal glut was kind of coming because you've created lots of chances so far this season but you haven't had that game where they've they started flying in yeah no uh, their goalie was excellent for the first 15-20 minutes probably could have been more Should, but it was nice to have a game where we really did punish punish a team. I know the levels are different, so there's no disrespect. But we we took our chances. On another day, we could have had more. But it's a I think it's always positive when strikers are scoring goals and and the fans are seeing goals flying. Really, this will be game number ten of the season this weekend. So you've had a chance to kind of assess the league and, and find your feet now. How have you found it so far? If you if you're looking at it, um, it's a bit more unpredictable in terms of. Style of play, I'd say. I think when you're in the league above, you kind of there's, it's probably easier to do uh, analysis on teams you're playing against, and teams are a bit more consistent in terms of players' style of play. Uh, you kind of know what to get, and obviously, it's, you're going into games completely different. There's it's, it's, it's different going to Chesterfield where you you come away and think a point's a good result. Where we're in a position this year where we want to try and win every game, so it's kind of. It's it's an enjoyable level, it is, but uh, yeah, they serve up their different challenges and sometimes going to games a bit a bit more blind than you'd like to be, but it gives you a real chance to focus on yourself and not worry about about the opposition too much. Do you feel more pressure, given that you've just said that you're expected to win every game, you're expected to be towards the top of the table, do you feel more pressure than you potentially did last season? Um, or just no, different pressure? Yeah, I think there's different, I think pressure's relative to the position you're in, isn't it? I think, and I think it's 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 about learn to deal with pressure and, and making pressure bring out the best of you really uh, I think I personally would much rather have the pressure of being at the top of the table and winning than the pressure of scrapping around for points it's a much more enjoyable situation and, and although there's pressure it allows you to be a bit more free and and it's yeah it, there is pressure there's pressure in football every game no matter, no matter where you're playing who you're playing for there is pressure and 
as I say, it's a different kind of pressure. It's, it's one we, we need to learn to relish and, and the team really needs to learn to make that pressure, positive pressure and we go out there like and, and, and prove, prove a point every week we go out there. Give us an idea of what the changing room is like now because obviously last season it's, you're just having blow after blow and it becomes quite quite difficult to pick people up, up every week. What's the key differences do you think this season when you're walking into that changing room and you're talking to your teammates? Uh, obviously there's a, there's a wealth of experience in there this year and it makes life easier in terms of delegation around the dressing room, in terms around the club. Uh, things kind of look after themselves a bit more and obviously winning is a much easier environment than, than losing but it, it serves up its own challenges, um, keeping boys level-headed just because you win one game doesn't mean you're going to win the league and it's about that striving to be better every day, uh, pushing just because you won on Saturday doesn't mean you've cracked it for this weekend, it's it's building, building, building and, and trying to progress to where we want to be and it is, it's, it's a much... There's no, there's no. I think, I think people would be stupid if I said it was a, be- a worse environment. It's a better environment when you're winning games of football and, and towards the right end of the table. But it's, it's not becoming complacent and it's working every day on the training ground. Like you want to be a champion come the end of the season, and that's the that's the environment you have to try and build day to day in the dressing room. You said you're not sure what to expect week for week. What are you expecting this weekend? What do you know about about Hampton? Uh, I think we know their shape in the last few games. But as I say, the teams are still searching at this time of the season to find their perfect formula. I think we're by no means the finished perfect formula ourselves. So, yeah, we'll go into it with an idea of what they're going to produce. Um, players might change. They could throw a different shape at us. And especially when you're one of the bigger teams in the league, you find a lot of teams adapt for you. So you do. You kind of go into a game thinking they've done this the last two weeks, but then they're playing a bigger team. They might change it up completely. So look, it's still a lesson. It's still a learning curve for us. But... We'll go there focusing on us and, and, and believing if we do it right, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to get the job done. What are away days like at, at this level? Because heading down to London, having conversations with other managers and players in this league, they say that the London teams are always quite difficult to go, to go and face. Is that how you guys are finding it? Um, no, I think, I think I've grown up in London myself, playing in and around London myself, so I'm kind of adapt to that. It, there's always a physicality which comes with London teams, there is, and it? it's... Uh, from six, under 16s onwards they used to be built like blokes at 15 and, and they, they are, I don't know what they put in the water around central London kind of area but it is it's, it's a challenge but the whole the away day experience is learning to adapt to the environment it's, it's at the end of the day there's 11 players playing against you every single week and it's how you find a solution to beat them on the pitch is all that matters but the away day experience is, is not letting the environment be an excuse for you I think uh we could say it's hard to go to London, but they're going to have to come here and they're going to be the same group of players. So we can't use that as an excuse. Um, you know what to expect, especially away from home. At this moment in time, the pitches are all to a relative standard, but we don't really know where that will be in January when when the pitches are a bit more beaten up. So it will be a different challenge then. But look, we're not looking to make excuses and, and we'll go towards London way on Saturday with with our with our chests out and ready to hopefully bring three points back. I've got to ask you now whereabouts in London you you were raised and born and raised. I'm not actually raised in London. I'm <laughs> a I'm a South East boy. I'm from Canterbury, but I played Gillingham and we used to play a lot of London teams. And I moved to Charlton, so I was living in South East London. So I had my a little bit of experience in there, but enough for me. I got away from the uh, 
the rough and tumble of London. <laughs> I was say, how does the rough and tumble of London compare to to being at Hewish and being yeah, in the Yeovil? It's a it's a fair bit slower down here. I think <laughs> not so many. Uh, it's a lot easier to turn out of junctions in, in Yeovil. I say that way, but uh, yeah, I think it's 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 a nice. I like the the pace of life down here and the togetherness of a community, which probably you don't get in a city. And it's yeah, it is what it is really. And one more question, which was about squad depth, because at the moment you guys are doing okay, injury wise, not too bad. A few other clubs have picked up quite a few. How big a part is squad depth going to play in this season, not just for you, but for the teams around you? Yeah, I think firstly we've we've had a real onus this year on on Joe, the physio, has done really well, and we brought in Weston, and who's been excellent to add to that kind of department and oversee football and. It's been about getting players on the pitch and making players available to be on the pitch. I think there was times last year we were down to bare bones, and look, I'm sure at this time, some point this season, we're going to lose players to injury. That's the the life of football. But uh, there's been a real hard work in that department to try and make sure we're managing load during training, um, managing minutes between some people, and and I think that adds to the squad depth. It's a lot easier when you're not reply, relying on you don't have to rely on the same eleven players to play 44 games. It um, you can kind of take someone out for one and it stops them missing four games. So that squad depth is key and, and it's probably a strength we have over the, over other teams in the league due to the calibre of players we have in every position really. And uh, it's nice to be able to swap it around, search for partnerships what work if something's not quite working and wait for something to click. And we have, we've got players who will be chomping at the bit to play more games and I think that only adds healthy competition in the team and, and it, Make sure when you're on the pitch, you're, you're you know what you need to produce, and you're ready to produce the best you can. Oh, great, Aiden, thank George you. Cheers. Talking about uh, goals, and I can't remember. I've been connected to this football club for probably twenty odd years at least, and I can't remember the last time. I mean, I can't remember seven, six. I can remember a couple yeah. of sixes, but seven, it was just unreal. Yeah, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Obviously, we enjoy it. I think it'd be nice if we can produce that on a on a Saturday in a in a match, on a in a league game. I think that's where that's our real target for the year to dominate teams in terms of produce that at our own level. Because no disrespect, it was there was a golf in in levels on Saturday, and yeah. and, and I don't think it's it's good for us as a as a group of players to be blindsided by thinking we're going to come and score seven every week because the margins are. Uh, a smaller and as you go up the levels and and I think it was a fantastic day for Stoneham and and we we done what we need to do and we and it was brilliant to score seven goals really fun to play in but we've our target now is to try and implement that sort of clinical performance into what we do week to week in the in the conference south and then build on that and and see where we go now, there seems to be a fair old battle going on up front with with the three of them um, Frank uh, Jake and Reese. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose it would be fair to say Reese is probably in the lead now because he got a hat trick on uh, on Saturday. But I mean, uh, how, how's it affi- affecting the rest of the team? I mean, are you are you sort of enjoying the fact that you've got that sort of competitiveness up front? I think it. Um, as I was saying earlier, it's, it adds to the comp- competition in to get your place on the pitch and. And credit to Murphy, he's been probably a bit shy of what you'd want minutes-wise recently. He came on on Saturday and scored a hat-trick, so what more can you do? You you get your chance and you take it. And and now, fortunately, it's not a question I have to answer. The manager's got a decision to make. And yeah. um, But I think we've got three experienced, very experienced players there. And, and fortunately for us, they all understand the team is bigger than themselves. And, and as we were saying, 
with Dijak, the the depth of squad allows a manager to not really risk injury when you're in that danger zone of, of playing too many games. When you know you've got the quality of the two other boys who haven't been playing ready to step in, it makes life a lot easier for the manager. And I think there's a headache when you have to you're choosing it, but then at times when people are questioning whether they're 100% fit, it makes life easier. So I think it's only positive to have all three of them boys really, really chomping at the bit, desperate to start every game and score goals. I think it... As a, as the rest of the team behind them, it kind of drags you along, and you think, yeah, that's the, and if we've got that competition in every every position, it definitely makes training better Monday to Friday, and and hopefully we'll reap the rewards on a Saturday. Now you've got Didcot Town in the next round. They're I think one division higher up than AFC Stoneham. I think I'm right. I might be wrong, but I think so. But um, do you think the fans are going to expect another seven goal feast now? Uh, I don't know. I, that's for the fans to answer, really. Um, yeah. Uh, I think the most important thing for us is we do our job professionally again. Um, if we get the opportunity to score seven, we, we, we take the chance to score seven, but it's not a case of we just have, a, have no respect for the team will come here and just expect to roll them over and score ten goals. It's, that's not the case. It's, it's we'll do whatever we need to do if, to get through to the, the first round proper of the FA Cup. And if that were the case, so they had a really good day and we ground out a 1-0, we grind out a one nil, and and that's yeah. the most important thing in those competitions is getting through to the next round. And it, however nice it would be to score seven or eight goals in every round, it's um, it doesn't always go like that on the day. And and for whatever reason, players not feeling one hundred percent, we've just got to make sure in them them FA Cup competitions we we do whatever it takes to get through to the next round. But you are home again, which is an added advantage. Mm-hmm. So. Uh... So there was talk that you were going to be helping the manager in, on the coaching side a little bit. How's that going on? Yeah, it's good. I think uh, it opens up another pair of eyes to see the game. I think uh, when you're on the pitch, obviously you see the game differently to when you're on it, and it's it's like two point of views. Um, it allows me to to give my input in in terms of partnerships on the pitch, what's working, what probably needs to be worked at or what might need to we might need to have a play around with other other things and it's kind of gives you that role in the team that even for example when I'm when I, there's games I can't play I still can add something and at the end of the day it's a lesson for me how to operate on the coaching side of things and and it's good I've I've I'm, I feel I'm doing okay at it I've I feel like I'm adding some worth to the to the group and uh yeah I think I've I've kind of got the respect to the staff that when I actually have something to say, they they listen and we have a back and forth, and it's it's really positive for the future, really. Yeah, and um, in the games where you're not on the pitch, um, I mean, how involved do you get? You know, I mean, obviously, I'm sure the manager has has the sort of final say of what's yeah. going on, but I mean, does it get a bit sort of crowded with with you and 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 Chris and Mike there? Yeah, I think it's um Mark, I say. yeah it's um. That's kind of like yeah, you don't want too many cooks spoiling the broth, do you? It's no. um, it's a juggling act, kind of don't overstep your mark and do what you need to do. But as you say, ultimately that's a manager's decision. You can only give him mm. feedback, and if he asks your opinion, you can only give him your honest opinion. And ultimately, the the final decision is with the manager, and that's where that lies. So it's not a case of treading on each other's toes. And, and I think it's definitely. I don't think anyone in that we're a team as a management staff as well, and and I don't think anyone's intentions would ever to be to overstep the mark and um, all, all everyone's working towards the three points every Saturday. And three points this Saturday? Hopefully, yeah.
Yeah, you're not. Uh, I mean, I, I, most of us don't know much about these teams, obviously, because we've not seen them. I mean, no. what, what's your sort of um, take on them at the moment? What, what do you know about them? Are they, are uh, they going to be dangerous to us or not? I think I think every team team in their own right is dangerous. I think they've got some good players. I know a few of their players. Uh, they've got Rob Hall on the on the wing, who's who's had a good career higher up. Uh, Mason Bloomfield up front for them, who was a very good player. He's probably been knocked back by injury a bit, but I played with him at Dagenham, who's a, had a really good future ahead of him. So everyone's at this level for a reason. That but that doesn't mean you're you, you can't be a good footballer. And every team has their threats. They work throughout the week, same like we do, to try and beat beat the t- win a game on Saturday. And yeah. ultimately at this level, the, the probably the overriding factor is its consistency. It's which is if you can turn up more, more times than the other more players can turn up than the opposition and that's our that's what we have to work towards, whether we know loads about them or, or very little about them, we have to go and try and implement ourselves on the game and, and hope that we'll have enough players who turn up on the day to get the job done. And do you feel that you're pretty close to that level of consistency that you want? Um, no, I think there's still a long way to go. I think defensively there's there's a fair way to go. I think we've conceded poor goals and um, that might be a case of trying new partnerships and seeing what works better for the team. And uh, we're still a long way to go. We, I don't think we're anywhere near the finished article and we grind, we've, we've managed to grind out results. I think that's fair to say when, when, when we haven't been at our best, but it's about turning those... 30 minutes performances into 40 minute performances and then taking that to 60 minutes and then towards the middle part of the season we hope to get to where we're, we're at a full 90 minute performance with every player turning up week in week out that's the sort of consistency we need if we want to be successful um, but no I don't think we're finished I think we've got away with conceding poor goals and um, once we find the solution to that, I think we'll be in a better place as a group and, and, and a more consistent team because I think you build from the back and and yeah, I think that holds us in good stead for the rest of the season if we can get that bit right. Well, good luck Saturday. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Make sure you bring three points back. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah.